She couldn't fly away. I don't know. What's the matter, Julie? <laughs> you lose your little birdie? What'd you do with her? The one that can't fly? He might end up in a dumpster. Are you tough guy? Tougher than yeah. you. Stop it, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Don't! Where's Eric! The man? Where's the hawk? Called animal control, McGowan. The man came and he put it in the cage! Stop it! But she's gonna kill it, and then he's gonna stuff it. Welcome back to the Dev Show, everybody. I'm here with Michael Cavaliari from... You recognize him from the next Karate Kid, and we're here a little bit today to promote his movie, um, Return. What's the proper pronunciation? Because you never know with these things when you're when you're going right into a, a video like this. Devin, so it's called Ritornato, but you have to do it with an Italian accent. Ritornato. Perfetto, grazie, bravo, bravo. There we bravo. go. There we go. See. Um, so we're we'll, we'll dive a little bit into that um, after I get the uh, necessary. Karate Kid questions out of the way because oh um, yo yo here we go karate of course I love it I'm, I'm what I wanted it. to know and I, I so I, I take my my show a little bit differently um excuse me I uh I don't prep I don't write down notes and I don't write down questions to ask I just let it flow I just let it do its own thing so something that I was kind of wondering is just genuinely what is it like having to talk about the Karate Kid in every single conversation you have with pretty much anybody. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, for many years, Devin, when I I was trying to run away from it, and uh, what I mean by that, I was always proud that I was in this greatest franchise of all time and, and was part of this historic thing. But, you know, I remember doing interviews, you know, after I did the movie and I was doing like Good Morning New York and Regis and Kathy Lee, and they're like, so tell me about the action. So, well, I'm doing this new film you know, da, da, da. are you going to be the next action star? I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm an actor. I want to do this film and I'm doing this other film. So uh, I always, I always said, oh, let me, I'm trying to get away from this action, this, this, and the other thing. So, but now I realize many years later, you know, I had no idea that this whole scenario of this new show was going on, Cobra Kai. I had no idea what was going on. And my wife said to me, she goes, honey, don't you know about the show? I said, no. She goes, Cobra Kai, it's like the Karate Kid. I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, they're doing like a, a return to the Karate Kid, whatever, with these six, same two characters. And uh, you should watch it. I said, oh, really? So, uh, you know, I watched a few episodes. I laughed. I smiled. But I had no idea that people would really jump onto it and then start calling me from across the world every day, like sending me Instagram messages that I'm very grateful for, by the way. And um, it's fascinating that uh, everybody has this view of certain parts of the Karate Kid and this movie and the, this first one and this one and that one. Everybody's like, well, this one is this. And I'm just like, guys, you know what? To be honest with you, I'm just very, very proud to have worked in the franchise. I mean, you work with an Academy Award winning actress one of my first jobs in Hollywood. I mean, how can you go wrong? I mean, how can you not be proud? So thinking back now and in retrospect, um, it's probably, I would say, one of the greatest moments in my, my career. 
What I mean by that, Devin, is that it's very difficult in Hollywood, as we know. It's a very difficult uh, business. Absolutely. And I was, yeah, and I was going through a very difficult time. I lost my mother, my father. Um, my sister was very ill, so I was, it was a rough time. But I was out in Hollywood trying to struggle to have a career. And uh, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, I get this meeting. You know, and they didn't even tell me it was for the karate kid. They said, no, just go in, just wear a leather jacket, a T-shirt, whatever. You know, I was relatively new. I had did a movie before, Book of Love for New Line Cinema. I did another couple of TV shows and this and that, but I didn't really do anything big. So um, I walked into the room and I remember, you know, Joy Todd, she was a very, very big casting director in New York. And, and she took a liking to me. And she's like, listen, take your jacket off. Do you work out? And I took my jacket. She goes, wow, you train? I said, yeah. She goes, great. She goes, come back next week at this time. I was like, okay. Still didn't know what it was. Anyway, long story short, you know, I ended up getting the role. And uh, I remember sitting in the, uh, at Warner Brothers in the, at the read-through. You know, and listen, Hillary and I and, and the other characters, we were all relatively unknown people. Nobody knew who we were. But here I am sitting across from Mr. Miyagi, who I was like, Pat, I thought was, you know, tremendous unhappy days, just a funny man. And I got to be honest, the first Karate Kid movie was a very, very good movie to me. I thought I really loved it. So I was really excited to be able to work with somebody like that. So that was really, really humbling to me. And then, um, so now, you know, though these conversations with you and all these fans bring back those great feelings. And what right. that does for me, you know, because, you know, I had this tough time with the loss of my parents and then I had this wonderful time. So when I come back to this experience of the next Karate Kid, it was a thing that helped me get over this loss, these, these losses of my family. So it, it holds a warm spot in my heart. Um, uh, and I'm very proud of it. Uh, and I defend it all the time. When fans say this or that, I defend it because, you know, at the end of the day, as we all know, it's a very difficult business and to be in anything is an achievement. So, right. uh, to be in something that's been going on for 30 years is pretty special. So uh, I hope I answered your question in regards Absolutely. to that. No, yeah, yeah. perfect. That's great. Yeah, what's um, a great question, by the way? It's a great question. I mean, I, like I got people, people are, it's hard being like a, hosting a talk show or, or a, um, uh, what's it called, podcast or something like that because there's thousands of people who do it. And right. more than thousands of people who do it. And I saw a comment on, uh, I think it was Cobra Kai Theory. I was looking, I was watching your interview with him, which was fantastic. That that reached a wide audience and you got a lot of recognition from that. And somebody said that you should get into podcasting. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I read thought. that comment. <laughs> what do you think about that? Is that anything you'd ever consider doing? Well, you know, you know what? I, 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 I actually am going to do something shortly. Um, you know, Devin, for me, the excitement of talking to young guys like you, it's just, it's, it's an unbelievable feeling for me. I love it. I have fun with it. I'm, I'm very, very, very honored to be here with you. And thank you. I think, thank you. And I think that sometimes actors think they're too important or actors think that, well, I'm the actor and everybody, whatever, whatever. I don't feel that way. I feel very grateful that I'm able to have conversations, maybe give you a little advice, have a laugh, tell you a story that's honest. So he was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful uh, interview. All my interviewers are great. Um, yeah, I, I have some things that people have approached me with. Um, uh, I have another show that I'm working on to do myself. Um, 
probably do a podcast with it, but it's a lot of work. I know the podcast, so I don't know if I have the time, but uh, oh, people so have asked me to host. Yeah, it's a lot of work. So people have asked me to host other things. So, um, yeah, that was funny. I read that myself. I started cracking up because I, I do. I, I'm very energetic, very passionate about when I talk about something. And But that's a great, I feel, I hope it's a great thing that it, it jumps on to the other people. And, and uh, it's weird because that particular interview reached thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands, maybe, you know, 100,000, whatever people. And, you know, I was never on Instagram before. So, no. so my wife goes, honey, get with the program. So I said, okay. So when they started to put me on, you know, I have it under Ritonato, the movie. I don't have it under the, and I could tell you who I am because I didn't really have the next karate kid on my thing. It just said Ritonato. Now who's going to know that I'm the guy 20 years ago from the next karate kid. And this is his Instagram. Nobody can find me. Nobody knows. Right. So, she goes, you got to put up something. Right. So as, as I started to promote Ritonato and I was getting to film festivals, this Cobra Kai thing started to happen. So all of a yeah. sudden I, I get these calls. Are you Mike? Are you the guy? Are you, you know, one of my fans in Mexico City, Mariela, she's beautiful. She's one of, she searched me out. She goes, how come you're not on Instagram? I said, I'm on soon. So um, that kind of engaged me into moving forward and try to participate in it. Because to me, it was a little bit crazy with this Instagram stuff. Um, what I don't want to do, and I find myself sometimes getting caught up in it, and I don't want to, is I don't want to lose the part of me that has to be working on my creativity. And sometimes when we get caught up in, the, in this thing, you know, this Instagram, we lose focus yeah. of what, we, what we're doing. And with the Cobra Kai, it's, it's, it's incredible because I spend time having a conversation with somebody. I, I think it's important to like, even if it's two words, even if it's three words, thank you so much for talking to me. It's, it really is an honor for me to talk with you or anybody else. So if I can give any advice or I can have, say a nice word, a kind word, especially if they look up to me or if they think they're a fan, uh, I spend the time and do it. And I find myself sometimes spending an hour sometimes trying to answer people and it's overwhelming, but you know what? It's worth it. It's, what I get back, it's incredible. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, I personally maybe we'll host a maybe we'll host a podcast together. How we? How about that? <laughs> I'm I'm all for it. I'm all right, we'll do it. one. You got you and I will do one together. How's we'll that? Do a podcast sounds good. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. I I was watching the the next Karate Kid. It was on Netflix. So I had just just watched one, two, and three. I'd seen one when I was younger, but um, I started watching Cobra Kai like like a lot of the the world has and then it's like oh wow okay so now you got to go back and watch two and three and then watching four um i i i look at it online and you look at the you look at the reviews and you look at all that all that crap and stuff and, and i just thought and i i looked you up because i thought that the the acting in the movie from from all areas whether it's hillary pat michael ironside uh and and yourself and there's also <laughs> I, I don't know his name off by heart but he's really really big now he played in uh he, he plays in walton show called walton yeah yeah, yeah. But, um, after you're done but go ahead yeah yeah so i was just i was just gonna say like um that's kind of why i i searched you up and and i was uh surprised to to uh to get a follow back and which was which is really really awesome and um i just thought you know no like 
putting everything that everybody says aside and like looking mm-hmm. at the Karate Kid for as let's say let's say a standalone movie with no no prerequisites, no expectations that sure. people have built up. It's a great film. It really is. It really is. It really is. And and I'm glad you said that because look at the actors that you have in the piece. Yeah. Our actors are tremendous. I mean, Hillary, Pat, Michael Ironside, Walton, uh, you know, myself. Um, you did fantastic, trem- by the way. I was truly, sh- I, like, I was truly, and I, and I, I know, like, show hosts say nice things and stuff, but, like, that's why I searched for your Instagram was because I was Thank like, you. holy crap, this is, like, next level acting. That, I blew yeah. me away. Thank you, Devin. I, I pride myself on, and, and that's, a, that's another thing that's very difficult with this is that people recognize you and, and only think you've done that. Mm-hmm. But I say, even in that movie, my character is the only character in the Karate Kid franchise that's redeemed. The only one. When you look at the end of the movie, he says to Dugan, I thought you had all the answers. And he goes, go after her. And I said, no, go after her. No. And I, I defy him. So people yeah, have asked me. powerful. Yeah. People have asked me, what happened with, with uh, Ned? Did he follow? I, I said, I think Ned may have followed Miyagi. Ned may have looked, you know, looked to Miyagi for advice. Ned may have reconciled with Hillary and became a friend. There's so many things. And I believe the heart and soul of that character, because in, 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 the, in the previous film, the third, I felt like, um, I don't know, it was a little bit for me, um, I don't know, for me, number one and number two were fantastic. I I just felt like there was more, we were more rooted, I felt like, like as actors and more, even though we were bullies and stuff, there was a reality to it. Right. And what I try to tell people is, guys, it's a movie. Yes, it's a movie and and the girl's beating me up and I'll take it. It's a two-time Academy Award winning actress, I'll take it. Right. And Hillary was was wonderful. But I think some of the scenes were really, really honest and real. And and, um, I'm very proud of that. And like you said, if it was a standalone film that didn't have to be um, connected in a way, even though it is, people would look at it maybe with less tainted eyes. And, uh, you know, I have a picture. I'll send it to you. I have a picture of me in Entertainment Weekly with Hillary. And I'm, you know, I'm grabbing her like this, and um, we're going against Forrest Gump, True Lies, Clear and Present Danger. These are the movies that we were going up against in the box office. Same year. That, yeah. So, right. tremendously difficult. But what we found was that once this got to Disney, once this got to people that, you know, they released it in Disney, you know, a young girl saw it, you know, like, Man, it's worldwide, and now it's on Netflix. Everybody has the same response you has. I love this movie. It's great. The acting's great. You were the best villain. You were so dangerous. You were this, you were that. You're so athletic. You know, and I find people now, it's really funny. If, if one person says something, a thousand people defending it. It's, it's really great. And um, I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad that you uh, looked me up. Um, I've, done some, I've done some good work in some good movies. Uh, and like I said earlier, after I did the Karate Kid, I really, really wanted to do like small independent films. So I really want to work on like character-driven stories and, and 
you know, small art film uh, movies. And that's what I did for about, I guess, six or seven years. And I went to many film festivals, won a lot of awards, but none of them became this big Sundance experience. You know, they would play at Toronto, they played at Hamptons, they play Santa Barbara, but they weren't playing in Sundance, which was where all the eyes originally when independent filmmaking, like uh, when Tarantino started, were going to Sundance. So um, it's funny, people now see me and look at some of my work like, man, wow, Michael. I never showed it, I don't really show any. Now I started putting a little bit here and there on my, on my page. Like, you know, so I'd be getting a lot of calls, will you do this for me? Will you, would you be interested in doing this movie? Uh, and I support fans, I support anybody that calls me, Michael, will you help me with this? Can you help me with the script? Absolutely. Do you want, would you be, would you do, do a part in this movie? Send me the script. I'm ready. I, I want to be part of something great because you could be the next great director and, I, and, and hire me. I don't know. But um, I am working on a movie right now. I'll shoot you the script. There you go, it's baby. Horror. It's a horror. I'm perfect for it. So um, the point is, is that you never know, like in your life, where things will lead you. Now, this is 20 years ago, Devin, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, this comes. Meanwhile, I was working on, I had left the business for a while. Um, just, you know, I just wanted to get away. It was just, I just needed a break. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'd lost, I had this, and I, I, I started to write. And what I found was by writing, it opened up all new avenues of, for me as an artist to, yeah. to only be a performer. I directed Ritonato. I directed, you know, I wrote the screenplay, acted it. It was such a unbelievable, fulfilling experience. So by doing that, all of a sudden the karate kid comes waving back in me. So now I have this two headed monster, which is wonderful for me because now my fans, I hope will get a chance to see something different you know, Ned, but, or Michael in a different part, different light. you know, and yeah. see the evolution of him as an artist and, and uh, appreciate that part of it. Um, so I believe every opportunity leads to another opportunity and you just have to keep uh, moving forward. There was one young guy on one of the things and he, and he had a lot of bad things to say, right? So I thought it was fascinating and I smile and I said, and I wrote back, he said, listen, I said, I respect you. I respect your opinion, but I disagree. And then he now, looked at me. What was he talking? What was he talking about? He was saying about Karate Kid. He's like, you know, this thing. Da, 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 da. And I said, okay, listen, you, I'm 100 percent behind you. But I got, I got to be honest. I, I disagree. I respect you, but I disagree. And, I, and, and I don't have to. I don't have to give him reasons why. And then he said to me, he goes, well, I want to be honest. I think you're a great actor. He goes, but you know, uh, it was this. It was that. I said, whatever you feel. And you know what? He calls me all the time. Yeah. He writes to me all the time because you're the coolest guy. You're a great actor. And, and you know, I, you didn't take it personally. No, because movies, my vision of a movie is going to be different than Devin's vision sometimes or somebody else's. So we all have an opinion. Yeah. And if you're married to Cobra Kai, if you're married to, to Karate Kid 1, you may not, whatever. But if you're open-minded like you were and open to it, it does move you. And beyond that we were way ahead of our time. Mm -hmm. We had a girl, a girl being a, an action star, taking on a guy like me, kicking my butt. You know, she was the Me Too movement before Me Too even happened. 
So way, way, we're, we're way ahead of our time. So nobody can take that away. But anyway. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. And so before, okay, I want to talk a little bit about your film. But before I do sure. that, I just want to talk briefly on Cobra Kai. Um, what I'm, I'm sure there was a point where you found out what they said, which was that all the movies are on the table. The four, the four karate kids. Yes. Right. So, We're in the, you know, I had to learn that Devin from somebody cause I didn't understand it. I said to one of the guys that was interviewing me, he said, what does canon mean? I didn't know what that meant. You're in the can. Like, what does that mean? So then like you're saying continue, but they were all in this, the four pictures are in this whatever, right? Is that what you were going to yeah. say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so does, do you, do you hope, do you want, do you want to pursue that? Do you, if they ask you to go on, is that something that you want to do? I'll do it. I would love to do it. And I'll tell you mm -hmm. why. First of all, like I said, it would be an honor to be again, participating in a beautiful franchise and to revisit a character that maybe has a chance to grow has a chance for new kids to see who Ned has become or see me in a different way out of this movie into something new and maybe take a different perspective as not only he's a really, really wonderful actor, but wow, he's part of this whole experience. By, by uh, yeah, uh, uh, do we belong there? No question. Um, uh, would I do it? I would love to do it. Um, will it happen? I don't know. Maybe they just pick Hillary, which which would be great. Um, I would be disappointed, of course. But, you know, the history is the history. You can't take away. We are part of this. I am I am the main guy in this film. So that can never be taken away. So either way, it works. I'm grateful. I'm blessed. And I wish them luck. Um, uh, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. And, and, you know, I leave it to whoever I leave it to. And then can't get caught up in that, Devin. You got to move forward and you got to say, hey, you know what? This didn't work for me. But maybe something else is going to work for me. It usually works like that in life. If something doesn't work, you're like, oh, wow. And then all of a sudden, a door opens. I'll give you an example of Ritonato. Mm -hmm. You know, I guess we'll start talking about that anyway. So Absolutely, I, I, yeah, yeah. So, so Ritonato was something that was going on in my mind for a long time. You know, and, and I was trying to deal with loss and trying to deal and trying to find myself. And um, and I said to my, she was my fiance at the time, uh, Maria, I said, you know, I said, I really want to go to uh, Sicily. She goes, why? I said, because I was very close to my grandfather. And he died when I was maybe 12, 13 years old. But I, he didn't speak any English, but he always was able to express himself through like pinching my cheek, putting his hat on my head or, or, you know, just smiling at me or whatever it was, give me a little sip of wine, dipping the bread in the wine, give me a little sip of, you know, and, um, I just, and then with my mom, I said, you know, I just need to go back. I need to go find myself. I need to figure out who I am. So we took a journey and we just took a journey thinking that we would just walk, see the town, walk around, maybe catch an address, maybe see an old house. I don't know, something. Hmm. And uh, so I remember we were going up, we were, we were driving up this big hill from this really fancy resort up this, up this hill, like about 45 minutes, we're driving up this really, really dirt hill, windy road. And uh, the guy goes, I don't know why you want, why you want to go to Lima? I said, I go to Lima because my grandfather's Lima. He goes, yeah, but nobody goes to Lima. I said, I go to Lima. So we make our way. 
and he was my translator because I don't speak fluent, Vincenzo. And um, so we made our way into the municipal building and he started talking and they heard my name, Alabrandi. That's my grandfather's name. And they said, who's Alabrandi? I said, I'm Alabrandi. Some ladies on the phone, she goes, un momento. Right? Three minutes later, this guy walks in. He goes, who's Alabrandi? I said, I'm Alabrandi. He goes, come with me. I know everything. And I'm looking at this guy like he's crazy. Like, who is this guy? You know, never met this guy. Anyway, long story short, we go into this cafe. And I'm standing in the doorway and I see this old man. He must have been about 85, 86 years old. He's got a cane. He's wearing glasses and he's crying. And in my head, I'm saying, why is he crying? Like, why? He's looking right at me. He's crying. And he can't speak because he had, I guess he had um, Parkinson's or he had some kind of disease where he didn't, wasn't able to speak. So I wouldn't understand it anyway because it was the Sicilian. So I understand. Right. Anyway, we sit down at the table with this other gentleman and this older gentleman and, and my, my translator and myself. And they start talking in Sicilian. And I'm trying to figure out what they're saying. And the old man and the young guy are talking to each other. They're both, and the old man's crying. This one's talking to this one. My, and then they start talking in English. I'm like, guys, I don't, please speak English. I don't know what's going on. Lo and behold, the man sitting to my right with the cane and the glasses was my grandfather's brother. I never knew, nobody never knew in my family that this man existed. Had no Your great idea. uncle. Yes. So here I am sitting in this experience with somebody who was, who was part of or had the blood or the genes of somebody that I loved more than my soul. And uh, we had this wonderful afternoon. We had lunch. And at the end of the day, I said to the older, not the old man, but his, his son it was, I said, I'll return next year. And he goes, no, I said, see, I promise you. And he gives me a key. And he goes, this is your key to the house of your grandfather. Because it was my grandfather's house was there. They took me to the house, to the cemetery. I'm like, this is my grandfather's house. It's like this shambled, like broken down structure. But because this was Agatino's house. I'm like, no way. He gives me the key as I'm leaving. And we, we both like started crying. It was like, oh my God. That's, so that's, that's brilliant. I, I can't I can't imagine how it must have been for you visiting your roots like yeah, that. It, yeah, and that's exactly what it was, Devin. It was like, wow. And I really instant, instantaneously, as soon as I got to the town, I saw the sign, Limina. I jumped out of the car and I jumped up on this big rock pylon and I just put my hands on it. And that's the sign right there, Limina. Wow. And that's me. Right on. And that, yeah. So um, cut and paste. I went back the following year. They couldn't believe I came back, right? And... I started thinking, I said, you know, they took me to the cemetery again. I was like, you know, I looked out the thing. I said, this has got to be a movie. So I came home and I started to write. And I wrote, and I never wrote before. I mean, I know how to write. I know how to write English, but I don't know how to write a script. But I wrote, and I wrote, and I wrote, and I wrote, and I wrote. And finally, um, I had a guy who was very successful. I said, Michael, this is, you know, you've never written before? I said, no. He goes, this is, this is pretty good. He goes, you need some work here and there. He goes, let me help you. So he helped me. And I got it structured and this, the longer version took place in New York and then in Sicily. So I went back another time to Sicily again. And now I had the script written and I said to myself, I said, you know, how am I going to do this? You know, I, I, how am I going to, how am I going to do it? It's too expensive. So uh, I said to myself, you know, I'm thinking, how do I make this into something a little bit smaller so that I can handle it? I'll, I'll pay for it. So, I was at the beach and my wife and I, we needed a Wi-Fi 
thing to, for, for driving. Mm -hmm. So uh, we went into this Wi-Fi shop and we're talking to this guy trying to figure out whatever. And I said to him, I said, do you know a cameraman, and, you know, a cinematographer? And he goes, see, 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 I know, I know. So he gives me this guy's number. And then my cousin came up and I totally, totally skipped my mind. And I forgot to even call the guy. I just get lost, scrambled around. And we end up, so I came back and I said, I got to go back there again. So I went back one more time. Went back to the same, same guy at the camera shop. I said, listen, we need a Wi-Fi. Plus, give me that cinematographer's name. And he remembered me. Oh, no way. He gave me the guy's name. I called the guy. The guy was down the street, lived down the street. Right? Fabrizio. We got together, and I said, listen, come with me to Limina. He went up to Limina with me, and I showed him, this is what I want to shoot. This is what I see. I came home, and I restructured the screenplay to do like a, an hour instead of a two hour thing in like an hour. And I wrote to him every day. We talked every day, like I'm talking to you, like, and we talked, we talked to Don with the screen, but this and that, the shots, da, 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 I got everybody together. And uh, I saw this, this, uh, somebody mentioned to me, Michael, you should try for this grant. I'm like, what is it? Well, she goes, you know, the Russo brothers, the, like the biggest directors in, in Hollywood did oh, the yeah. Avengers, they do, the, they do this grant. So I said, okay. So I, I went for the grant, didn't think, anything and I was I was set to shoot in September and lo and behold I got the grant but they said one cat you have to be finished shooting by September I can't start shooting in September so now I have to reorganize everything and, and we got it done we got the film done and um, you know being a director being a writer being an actor in the film with people that don't speak your language, seeing the warmth, the love, and the passion they have for the culture, their own culture, and for me, somebody visiting, you know, a Sicilian American going back to their land and how they accepted me. I can't tell you how deep uh, the, the relationships go now. The blood that we have together is amazing. The blood, you know, the, the closeness and, and uh, we're going to be, we're like family, you know, and it's like, uh, I'm actually going to do a second part to it. And I wrote another film that's also on location there. So we'll do all those. Um, but then, you know, we went on to win all these film festivals and it's like, wow, you know, so is what we, you know, we track back to what uh, the next Karate Kid is like, you know, you think this is going to be it. And then all of a sudden this opens up and, and this Ritonato opens me up to meeting all these other people. And together, you know, I try to position it so that people can see it. And it's not for everyone. It's not a film that's an action film. It's just a really, really um, heartfelt story about me, about a story about a guy who goes and, and makes a promise to his mom that he will, he will put her ashes on the grave of her father. And, and that's it. And, you know, he makes the journey. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a heartfelt film. It's very passionate and, and uh, very minimal money. But we did it. Right. So, you know, I'm very proud of it. And, and, uh, a lot of Sicilians. I know there's a lot of Italians in, in your area. Sicilians yes, in, in there are very, I know. very most most of the population of Niagara Falls is is Italian and and um, the mayor. There's a big theater there, by the way. Yeah, I mean, there's a big theater in I think in Buffalo. I spoke to you guys. They wanted to show my film. A really, really old, beautiful theater in Buffalo that they wanted to show the film. But then we got the pandemic and things. But we are going to do a virtual screening of Ritornato, so I want you to tell all the people to uh, visit me at Ritornato, the movie, and also let them know, you know, that it's a Sicilian film, 
shot entirely on location and put the word out because I love to invite everybody. We're going to do like a virtual screening, come to my website and we'll do a one night screening of it. It's going to be really, really cool. And it's right. something that's very prideful. Um, a lot of people that are from any immigrant, but you know, obviously it's about Italian and Sicilian. They really respond to it. Now, some people don't get it because they never went through struggle. They never went through anything, but for somebody to come back to a place where there's only six, 700 people up in the mountains to go back into and pay respects there. The people in Lehman are just very special. And uh, I have a very special bond with them. I was just, um, I was just named town ambassador for Lehman. Um, how, like, how crazy is that? Yeah, it was, you uh, I couldn't believe like, it. That's no. something you'd ever think. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because I, 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 um, I sponsored the soccer team. You know, I did, you know, out of the blue, they're like, really? I said, yeah, I'll sponsor you guys. Bought them jerseys, whatever. Then I did the town ambassador. And then, um, you know, I'm also on the board of this uh, beautiful, beautiful culture museum called Splendid Sicily. All things about Sicily and, and history and music and art. So you get sent into, like, once you open this door, you walk into this new world that you never knew existed before. Mm -hmm. And now with this, it's starting to other stuff for me. So it's been really, really a fascinating time. So uh, I think the, the, the Karate Kid, the next Karate Kid, Ritonato, really opened a lot of new doors for me and meeting guys like you who've helped me and talked to me and take the time. You know, Absolutely. it's an honor. It's really, really grateful that you'll do this with me. So I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, like you said, yeah. this is, I usually give you the floor at the end of the interview to just kind of promote stuff, but you already said it. And, and yeah. I, I just want to second yeah. it, you know, so we, we can find you on Instagram. Right, you're just yeah. out of the movie, underscore underscore. At say it again. How do you say it? Ritornato. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Ritornato. 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 Perfect. Yeah, so at Ritornato underscore the movie. Perfect. Right on, and and um, I, I really yeah, like I said, I appreciate you coming on, and and uh, I'm gonna post this to YouTube and whatnot, and uh, should be good. Is there any questions that you need me to answer for oh, you? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I was forgetting? Um, on the on my Instagram, I got Let's a couple questions. Quest <laughs> sure. I got a couple questions. Um, there's, there's two that stood out to me that I want to ask you about, and one was, how old were you when you got the role of the next Karate Kid? How old eighteen? Eighteen. Right on. I and saw then, that question. Somebody else asked me that question somewhere else. Right, and then um. <laughs> why did you okay something so like the questions from the fans are just like uh you can't really like have a solid answer to them but why did you have to destroy his car <laughs> you know what's funny somebody asked me the yesterday they said to me he said from brazil wonderful young man he goes did you really blow up that car yeah did you really, did you know we really didn't blow up the car but in the movie, we blew up the car, but, uh, you know, I thought that might've been a little bit over the top. Um, but I guess you have to do something dramatic at the end just to make a, an experience and the docs and, but this is what the movies do. They're very dramatic and over the top. Right. So, uh, I don't know. Why did yeah. I blow up that car? I'm really sure. I, that wasn't him. I thought me fighting him was enough. Yeah, he yeah. had it so hard, man. I went when when the car got when the windows got smashed. You know, I was just like, I was just like, damn, like this. 
<laughs> but wouldn't that have been enough just to window smash and maybe getting into it at the at the at the docks have been great? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, I like, thought I thought, yeah. Um, coach was just on another level. Of yeah, he was like, <laughs> he's a character, Michael. He's from Canada too, isn't he? He's a, he's a, he's, yeah. he's a Michael's a wonderful actor. I don't have a story, with Michael. Michael, when I first met him, you know, he had been in many, many, many things, obviously, and. uh I was this new kid and I was coming to the set and we, you know, I was his protege working with him. And I remember he was like kind of testing me to see if I could hit my mark and, and say the words at the same time. And right. So uh, we did like the first take, the second take goes pretty good, pretty good. So we were off and uh, I have a lot of respect for Michael. Michael's a great actor and I hope that we come back together, maybe on the same team or maybe not. Right on. I don't know. Um, uh, all the actors, Chris was great. I felt bad for Chris Conrad. You know, he had a tough time getting beat up. And it's funny, I have a story yeah. about Chris too. We, we kind of, it was a little bit of a uncomfortable scenario because, you know, you're doing stunts and sometimes your energy can be a little bit more than you want it to be. You're all, adrenaline is going. And, and um, so I, you know, there was a lot of people pecking at him and pulling him and punching him, you know, like, and maybe they're not hitting him, but still, it's it's a little bit annoying. You know, I can I can understand. So it was a little testy at times. And uh, I saw Chris maybe ten years later in Florida. And I was I was with my friend, and we were eating at a restaurant or a bar, I forget. And I look and I see see him. I said, "Chris, what are you doing?" He goes, "Michael." Big hug. We laughed for a little bit. It was so wonderful because you know we left. Not that we were ever not you know enemies, but you you. Your work in it's very, very tense, and uh, especially with stunts, but he was great. He was a really great, good-looking guy, great, great, great job. And, and um, you know, Mr. Miyagi, he was really special. I, you know, I have one story I'll tell you that we, would do, we, had to do, we had to reshoot the end of the movie, Devin, to match something. They didn't like what we had. So I remember we came back a few months later, and, uh, and we all had haircuts. We had to fix our hair. It was a, it was a funny thing. And... Um, but I was doing this scene at the end where I tell Dugan, no, no more. And then I started to like tear up, you know, and, 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 you know, and, and, you know, continue the scene. It was like a vulnerable moment for, for, for Ned. And, and, um, you know, after, after they said cut, Pat, Mr. Miyagi walked over to me, goes, kid. And he grabbed me, goes, whatever you're doing, keep doing it great i was like wow such a nice compliment so supportive and and um i get a lot of i get a lot of compliments on that nuance that nuance in the performance because there's such danger in this character and there's a little vulnerability at the end and it's very hard in those characters as you know they play these cartoonish things and it's very difficult sometimes to um find that moment be able to find that one moment in the film where um he could be saying i want to i don't, I don't want to do this anymore there's a little change in me i i i made a mistake to follow this guy yeah. ned was ned was a wayward kid he was lost he had an abusive father he just was trying to find somebody and he ended up with this dugan guy so i think at the end when you see that little vulnerability it's really 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 um it's a really cool nuance for the character so um Let's see what happens. Yeah, sure. Right yeah. On. yeah. I mean, I personally 
would like to see your character return. I've seen some, I've seen some theories, uh, different, uh, What's your theory, Dev? Give me your theory on why. Come on. Um, I read the one. Okay, I, I, there was one that I that I agreed with, and it, and it was um, it was Hillary and um, oh sorry, Hillary. Um, yeah, well, it was Hillary and Ralph um, plays Daniel um, meeting at Miyagi's funeral because why wouldn't they both be there? And, um, I think that, I think that hopefully, I think that there's a pre-existing relationship with, um, Hillary's character that, uh, we don't know about. And then if she ends up coming into Cobra Kai, um, there's no reason to me, uh, that they wouldn't do flashbacks like they did, um, for the previous movies one two and three so if there's flashbacks i think that that would be able to explain a little bit of your character and then um there's all and then i don't know and then maybe we can we can see you return with with hillary um uh, i <laughs> i don't know if it's a stretch to say you guys are together <laughs> but um <laughs> I, I mean i think people would like to see it's to see the that she that she ended up with um with uh I can't remember the character name off the top of my head. Eric, Eric, Eric. Yeah. But, um, that's the way I think that I think that if she's introduced or if that movie is incorporated, that it can be introduced that way through flashbacks. And I think that, I think that you'll get a little bit of screen time at least, even if it's not new footage, you have to explain her story somehow. Right. I think, I think, uh, yeah, many people have said that to me. I think that I had this really, that, that was one of the really cool things that I heard same thing and also like they meet or they all everybody that's ever been in the universe are at this funeral and they yeah like because like, yeah. like you said there could be a relationship built between um ned and miyagi that that isn't seen either like there's a lot yeah. of time that yes. has passed between yeah. the, the fourth movie and cobra kai there's endless yes. opportunities and the guys yeah. who make cobra kai are such huge fans that I, like, I see no reason why they wouldn't uh, incorporate it. I think they will. And they I said was, that it's going to go for more seasons too, more than just four, five or six. Or They said they want to keep going. So, they're, yeah, they're, they're, eventually they're going to want to, they're going to need content and they're going to want There was also a thought that somebody said to me that thought was fascinating was that she comes back and then I come back because I was a protege of Miyagi. I learned from him and then I come back with her not maybe even not even with her, but on my own to help her and Ralph and Johnny against this other crew. There was another yeah. somebody through, like, you know, or help the whatever, help the students learn because she, whatever. So there's so many theories. There's so many theories that could happen, but um, whatever it is, I just want to say how grateful I am. You took your time to spend with me today. Uh, yeah. I'm privileged and honored to have kids like you behind me, supporting me, and I'm glad you enjoyed the movie. And and uh, I'm really grateful, man. I really, really appreciate it. Thank I'm you. I'm grateful. Like I, I write batches and batches of emails out, and you get one or two responses and whatnot. But one thing that just popped into my head. Last thing I'm gonna ask. Sure, you can ask me whatever you want. You don't have to stop. We can and you edit whatever you wish. Do you think that Daniel is the bully? Oh, you know, somebody 
Um, you know, there was something going around with that, right? Or some, some scenario where he was a bully. Um, I'm not exactly sure why they said that. Could you explain it to me and I can give you my answer? <laughs> I'm not the best one to explain it, but there's a video on YouTube explaining it. I think how... I, I got to look at that. Yeah, but, just basically I mean, how he tormented Johnny Lawrence. He poured water on his head when he did absolutely nothing to him. And Johnny Lawrence basically tried to avoid everything that he could with Daniel until Daniel does something to tick him off, like talk to his girlfriend or pour water on his head or come up to him and make fun of him in the schoolyard. Like, Well, couldn't that be said for Ned and Julie too? Or Ned yep. and, and you could change every, it's all about perception. And mm -hmm. it, quite, it, could, it could quite possibly be, you're right, that Daniel's the bully. It could be. If you That's look at it big, from a different... Yeah, right? It's always a way to... It's another, yeah, it's another um, way to look at stuff, which is a good way to look at it, because then you can create a whole other dynamic. And, and uh, I got to think about that, you know, because I saw that. I didn't watch the video, but I need to watch it. Um, I'll send more, it to you. Here's my question. Shoot. Who are you most afraid of who am i most afraid of as in all talking the, karate kid or in all the villains and all the in all the characters in the villains i'd say it's a it's a, a mix between um yeah i think say it's a three-way tie and that would be your character just because the lengths that your character goes to in the movies What's his name? The guy from the the second movie, the the one that <laughs> the one that comes with Terry Silver to fight him. That guy is pretty freaky, and Coach. <laughs> He's crazy. Probably. I think yeah. us. I think I. I would say us two are the. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think us two are a little bit. We're the most dangerous duo. I think. When I you think went so. and took the bird, I was just like, that's like. <laughs> That's not nice. That's not. I deserve to get my butt kicked by a girl, right? I really do. It's, people I ask mean, me, like... Devin. People ask me that question all the time, Michael. So how does it feel to get your butt kicked by a girl? And what would my answer be now that we've talked? What do you think I would Deserving. say? <laughs> well right. deserved. <laughs> well deserved, and also listen. It's what I always say. It's well deserved, and if I'm going to get my butt kicked by a girl, it's going to be a two-time Academy Award-winning actress. And I'm going to get paid a lot of money for it. So I'll do whatever you ask. And I'll make it look right. good. And that's sure. that. You did just yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, what a pleasure for me, my man. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm going to piece it together. It should be, should be good. I, I love doing this sort of thing. I, I stopped doing interviews for a month. Got really dissuaded uh, with, with, with um, just looking at all the other people who are doing interviews and seeing how, how they do things and just kind of questioning if, you know, if it's really the thing that I want to do or whatnot, but doing this today is nice. And, uh, I'm, I'm also just confirmed. This is going to be out probably by the time I interview him. I'm having an interview next week with, uh, Ed Asner. If you Great. Ed. That's amazing. I know. You see, you can do this. You can do it. You He's know what? You have a, you have a great, um, you have a great disposition. You're very, very cheerful, and it's important in, in an interview to be inviting so people want to talk. So, yeah, I suggest you continue to do this because you do a great job. Thank you. And don't don't let don't let don't let 
you know, it's what I was trying to say to you before, you know, like we, 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 you know, you get caught up from other people's distractions and what other people are doing. And it's something that I really focus on is it really, really just put the blinders on it. Focus on what you do, what you're doing, because what you're doing is great. So when you start thinking about everybody else, you get, oh, why is he doing that? And, and he's doing this. You can't do that. You'll never be successful. Focus on you. There's an interest. There's something special about you, Devin. And you got to use that to your advantage. Everybody has something different. You know what I mean? You have a good way. You know, you're, you're very much like the guy, uh, my friend from Cobra Kai Theory. He's a wonderful young man. He's from Canada as well. Um, oh, no way. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a great kid. He's very, very, very easy to talk to. And that's something that's important. And my friend Zaya, who does Movie Junk, he's, you guys are very nice to talk to and easy to talk to. And it's important for, for us to speak on an interview with somebody who listens and is very easy to talk to. So do what you're doing. You're doing a great job. And good luck with Ed Asner. Yeah, thank you. Man. I'm writing the, the question list out for him because I, I have, like – I don't want to mess that one up. He's 91 years old now, and he—I mean, it's gonna—it's gonna be—it's gonna be good. But uh, yeah, like like I said, thank you so much, man. It's been a pleasure. Okay, buddy boy, thank you so much. We'll be in touch, okay? All right, for sure. Cheers. Thanks, Dan. See you.